It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 100. We've hit the century mark. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. This week on the Go Gopher Podcast, we're previewing the Quick Lane Bowl, which takes place on Tuesday, December 26th, in Detroit's Ford Field at 1 o'clock. I'll be there for radio play-by-play. Our guest today will be Minnesota's starting quarterback for that game, senior Cole Kramer. I'm so excited to have Cole on our podcast. You'll be interested in hearing how his starting role came about, what he's got planned after football, and what he says about the time he spent as a Golden Gopher quarterback. Cole Kramer is coming up. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a big time sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast. Life math is complicated and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash go gophers. They sponsor our player profile segment supporting gopher student athletes including our visit with Cole Kramer today. As the official grocer of the Golden Gophers, Cub is proud to be a sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast. In a hurry? Don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, and everyday essentials delivered to your door. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at ChamplinInsurance.com. We're podcasting episode 100 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so. You can also go back and listen to previous podcast. Last week, for example, we had a great visit with the new television voice of the Minnesota Twins, Corey Provis, who moves over to that spot from radio. Corey also talks go for basketball and Big Ten athletics as part of his role with the Big Ten Network. Well worth the listen, so go back and have a listen. This episode, we're talking Golden Gopher football with senior quarterback Cole Kramer. We dive into episode 100 next. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. When we say that Cub Milk is the freshest in town, we mean it. Less than 48 hours from farm to store fresh. We guarantee seven days or more of freshness. It all starts with local dairy farmers who take great care in making sure all the cows are happy and healthy. We support local farm families 365 days a year. And that makes our milk even more delicious. So you always get the freshest milk and the biggest smiles. 
It's episode number 100. Yeah, the century mark for the Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm. And we have a special guest with us, Cole Kramer, Golden Gopher quarterback. Cole, good to see you. Good to see you, too. You're on 100. How about that? We made it to 100. It's special. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Well, we appreciate all of the folks who have uh, clicked on these over the years to help make them a success. Thanks to all of our sponsors. You just heard about all the sponsors uh, prior to Cole coming in. So here we go. You are the Golden Gopher starting quarterback. How much um, fun? How much pressure? What are you feeling? What's your emotion now knowing uh, you get your crack at it here? Uh, really, I'll, maybe we'll talk more about it, maybe on your way out the door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly very blessed. Um, you know, just this whole entire process, this journey, um, you know, it's it's awesome because it's God's plan. And, you know, I had a different plan. Obviously, everyone comes out of high school like, you know, I want to be the starter, I want to play. And, you know, sometimes that just doesn't happen. And, you know, I'm extremely grateful, blessed for what has happened, all the lessons I've learned throughout the way. But I'm extremely excited to play with these guys. Um, You know, this past month with bowl prep has been awesome. I've been really enjoying, you know, leading the team and, um, you know, watching film with some of the guys and just just really just having fun with them. What is the difference, if there is any, in preparing for a game where you know you'll play, and you've had chances in Wildcat mm-hmm. in certain specific situations, but that you'll you'll likely play if there's an injury, mm-hmm. compared to now where, hey, uh, here's the football, it's your team, it's your offense, go get them. Yeah, honestly, there's, there's no difference. You know, a lot of people I hear, you know, are saying, like, all oh, the backup quarterbacks, you know, the best job you could have, and, um, you know, they don't see the, oh, the amount of work that it's right. put in and um, day in and day out, you know, the hours of film being watched where, you know, you don't even know if you're going to see the field or not. But that's, you know, my mindset with, you know, the past five years and especially this past year was, you know, you, you never know when your chance is going to come. And so you got to prepare like you're the starter from day one. And I feel like, you know, that's what I've been doing. So I'm not going to change anything going into this game except, you know, just just the excitement that's that's going to be there. Um Again, like like I said before, I'm just so grateful for this. And, um, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I just can't wait to play. And you now, as the starter, uh, there's certainly a difference in the sense that you're getting many more reps, I would Mm -hmm. assume, right? I I know that um, PJ and and the offensive coordinators uh, over the years have given the the number two guy. I mean, you rotate in, Mm -hmm. but it still is a little different, right? When you're now these practices as you get ready for the bowl game, if you're the number one, you're getting one, you're getting reps with the ones, right? Mm -hmm. And and so take me through how that process process has been where you're kind of taking over that leadership role. Yeah, I mean, the leadership role is huge, especially when, you know, you're practicing more, you're getting more reps. Um, it's a little bit easier to, you know, take command of everyone. But uh, yeah, you know, just the reps that I've, I've been given, even over the past years, you know, you got to make every rep count. And, you know, I kind of have that same mindset, even, you know, if I'm getting more reps or not. But uh, this bowl prep has been honestly super cool to watch Max get reps. And, you know, he's been he's been making huge strides. So I'm really proud of him, too. But, uh, you know, being able to you know practice with the ones and, you know, kind of prepare um, just that way makes it makes it awesome as well. And I, you know, I'm at practice a couple times a week, so I see how things unfold. And certainly there are leaders. Um, I don't know how hard or easy it might be as the number two quarterback to take on a leadership role over the years. But I do I did get a sense that that guys look to you uh mm-hmm. one you you know you've been around you know what you're doing you're experienced you're you kind of have that aura about you that 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 you know here here's the way to go so take me through as the number two you want to be a leader but you also are not stepping on the number one guy mm-hmm. uh you know who's who's got to start that week how, how did how does that is it a tap dance or are you just comfortable or over the years with with how you handled that yeah you know it, it is a little odd situation there but you know 
when it comes down to it, you just have to be genuine and you have to be yourself. And uh, what I've learned over the years is, you know, leading by example is a huge thing. But also, you know, just making sure, you know, if I'm taking reps with certain guys, making sure that those guys, like I'm the leader of those guys, you know, whenever I'm in, those are my guys. And, you know, they have that standard to play with. So, you know, you, you know, you do have to be careful with stepping on toes and, and that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, you know, we all work well together. We're all leading together. It's not like, you know, I'm leading over, you know, someone else, but like it's, it's a collective effort. And that's what I honestly have really enjoyed with, you know, Tanner and with Ethan and just like how we lead all together. And it's, you know, even with other positions, you know, it's not just the quarterback, um, guys on the O-line receivers, you know, every position, every position, you know, has been really yeah. impactful in the leadership. Yeah, and I've I've always admired um, the quarterback role. We know what what a guy Tanner has been. Ethan has kind of over the years been kind of one of my favorite guys to just kind of watch as he you know uh, uh, develops. And it'll be fun to see where he ends up. Uh, you know, wish him the best certainly. And then you're part of that group too. That quarterback room. Take me through the dynamic over the years uh, with Tanner and Ethan and other guys have have been through there as well that are now maybe in other spots. Yeah, you know, I've been here for you know a good amount of quarterbacks, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, all the guys I've worked with, like, there's, it's never been, you know, a competition. It's always been, you know, we're we're competing with each other as opposed to against each other. And that's what I've truly enjoyed over the years. Um, you know, guys like Tanner, Zach, they've been awesome role models. Um, I'm still really close to both of those guys. And then, uh, you know, Jacob Clark. Yeah. Great guy. And, um, and then Ethan. And, you know, I'm probably missing a couple, too. But, yeah. You know, it's been really cool working with them, um, you know, even if it's just watching film and kind of dissecting each other and um, kind of picking each other's minds, seeing what they're thinking on this play. And so it's been really, really fun, a great time, and I've enjoyed it. You mentioned Max Jansky, who is uh, from Stillwater, good basketball player too, right? I think mm-hmm. I remember he scored, I don't know, 40 or 50 or something in a game uh, last year. Uh, what, what can you tell us about his game? Man, he's an awesome kid. I, I've really enjoyed working with him this past year. Um He's, he's truly developed a lot, even, you know, in this past week or couple of weeks, like I said. But, um, you know, he's a baller. He's, he's got a good good mentality when he comes into it. And, you know, he understands that every rep counts. And so he's not taking reps off, you know, even if it's a handoff, like he's doing everything he can to, to better himself and change his best each day. So it's been really cool to, to see his progression. When um, I also watch practice, the, the oftentimes the number two or the number three or if the number two guys taking reps or what have you, the, the, the quarterbacks are behind the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage and they're kind of they're standing in place, but they're kind of acting out the whether it's the mesh point handoff, whatever you guys call it, or yeah. even almost to the point of where you're throwing. Talk about that visualization and is it, you know, why why that was important over the years to visual reps, I suppose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I've taken a lot away from, from that, you know, in my position because, you know, like you said before, I'm not getting every rep or I wasn't getting every rep. And, you know, you can't have that be an excuse. You know, you have to, whether it's, you know, working harder in the film room to, you know, act like you were in there but you know I like doing that just be back there just and you know go through the progression go through you know the protection calls everything like that because you know even though you're not in there you got to act like you're in there you know and and so it's 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 a good thing you know and uh the coaches have have been great with you know making sure you know we hold the standard to as if we're playing in there so um yeah I've definitely thought that it's been great back there too because like you know like I said before it's you're in the play when yeah. you when you're not, but so then when you do get your chance, you're able to, you know, make the most of it. Right. All right. So I, I want to get to the bottom of when you found out, um, and what your plan was 
uh, in terms of the starter. Uh, you walked on senior day, mm-hmm. and I think the assumption was that your golden gopher career would be over, and then you'd decide kind of what you want to do, whether you go try another spot or get on with life. Is that right? And then yeah, kind of yeah. take us through how this all unfolded. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm getting married, and there's a lot of things going on. And, um, you know, I love my time here. Um, you know, just, just thought that there was going to be, you know, a little chapter change or whatnot. But uh, when it came down to it, you know, I I wanted to play another game and especially with the opportunity that I've been given yeah. and um, you know like like I said earlier in this podcast with trusting God and you know I put all my trust in him throughout this whole journey and you know it's paying off but um, you know I couldn't pass up an opportunity to to start and to play and I couldn't be more grateful for this and um, like I'm just I'm just super <laughs> excited super pumped up and I'm just really excited for it. these guys have been super supportive um, all around me the teammates have been great and you know We've just been working great. So it wasn't too much after the season. Ethan says he's entering the portal. Um, when Take me through the moment you found out. Did the coaches come up and say, hey, Ethan's leaving, and we want yep. you to be the starter? How did that work? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, got some calls, um, and, you know, that was really it. Like, you know, I just <laughs> – it took me by surprise a little bit. Um, was your plan to, to to be done and not play in the bowl game if if Ethan had stayed, or were you sticking around for the bowl game either way? Or do you know yet? Did you I, know? I honestly wasn't. I didn't have my mind made yeah. up too much. Yeah. I I was kind of going back and forth with everything, kind of. Because you, know. you have big stuff coming up. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And you know, but it worked out. It, it played itself out. You know, and again, I'm just trusting what with yeah. what's going on and. You know, couldn't be, couldn't be happier. Are you, do you know yet now once the bowl game is done, what you'll, are you going to look for f- still football? What are, your, what are your options there, I guess? Yeah. If I you, can ask. And if you don't know, you can say you don't know. If you don't want to tell, say, you know, <laughs> mind your own business. No, no, yeah. So I'll be, uh, you know, I'm looking for jobs. Yeah. And so um, me and my fiance, we're, we're going to be moving out to Arizona and kind of starting our life there for a little bit because, you know, she came from, uh, or she went to GCU, Grand Canyon. Yeah, so her yeah. friends are there. Her brother, her brother lives there. So we're like, you know, might as well. If we're gonna move away, might as well just do that now and stay away from the snow shovel. Yeah, guys. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you know, go out with a bang and yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is have you been to a basketball game there? When you have you visited down there, Grand Canyon? The basketball? no, not yet. Not, right? But Isn't I've heard it, something amazing. I guess. Oh yeah, right? I've heard a lot of great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We all got to get to a game there sometime for sure. Yeah. To Grand Canyon. So so now you've got almost like a curtain call situation, right? Then if that's the case, if you're Mm -hmm. moving on, um, you've got an opportunity. I know Tanner kind of got his curtain call last year in that bowl game when Ethan went down, and I'm sure he wasn't anticipating that. And then Mm -hmm. he gets kind of, ironically, curtain calls are kind of famous in baseball, and he's at a baseball stadium getting the curtain call, which was so cool because, you know, he's one of our favorites, Tanner. And um, uh, so you kind of get your own little chance here for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, I just am like, you know, taking every chance. You know, I'm extremely grateful for, you know, playing with these guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 preparation time now and we got another game. Yeah. Is there um, what's what is your emotion? Are you are you uh, I'm sure you're excited. Is there nervousness? Is there just total excitement, calm? Uh, what, what are all those things? Maybe. Yeah, I'd say definitely excitement. There is calmness and peace towards it. But. You know, just being able to get this chance and, you know, this has been a goal of mine ever since I was, you know, in eighth grade, you know, to start here and for that to, you know, finally come true. It's it's a dream come true. So, you know, just got to, 
you know, obviously take one day at a time right now and prepare and um, get better each day. But, you know, I'm just it's it's all excitement. Your progression as a quarterback, you were in a, a pretty run heavy situation in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you got here. I think the coaches liked you enough to where liked your skill set and you as a person, of course, that we got to get him involved somehow. So you kind of uh, inherited that role that, that Seth Green had as the Wildcat and you were effective there. I remember. I think it was a touchdown pass at Iowa, right, to yeah. uh, to, yeah. to uh, Coe Keefe. Yeah. And, so, and and I think he had two touchdowns that year, um, ran some two-point conversions, different things. Um, and then I, I thought when I saw you in spring ball this past spring that I'm like, man, he I think he's making throws that maybe he didn't make as a freshman now. Or And then you had the great spring game. Um, take me through the progress and how you feel your skill set has evolved here. Yeah, I think I've definitely gotten better over the years. I think it's been a combination of, you know, knowing the playbook better and then uh, all that unrequired work. Um, but obviously the coaches have put me in a great predicament and um, great position throughout the years um, to get better and to grow, whether it's, you know, in season, off season, whatever the deal is. But, yeah, you know, I came in, didn't throw too much in high school. And, you know, in high school it was a little bit different of a situation where, you know, every, you know, I would throw, you know, however many times and, you know, hopefully 100 percent or something like yeah. that, you know, and um, went through a lot of camps um, through in front of the coaches and everything like that. And then, yeah, I started running. You know, it was it was kind of funny because I, I didn't do much running in high school. So that was kind of a, you know, uh, whatever, like shock yeah. or whatnot. But, um, you know, I, I love the getting that chance to play then, too. And now, you know, evolving as more of a quarterback style. I think I think I always or I know I always had the quarterback, you know, in me and um, whatnot. But I definitely have grown. And um, just being, you know, having that uh, that chemistry with the receivers, that's grown a lot, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that spring spring game was great, great yeah. fun. But, uh, yeah. It was fun to watch. And obviously, just naturally, from the time you're 18 to the time you're 22 or 23, are you 22? 22. 22. You're strength-wise, you're going to get stronger. But but your arm's stronger now, right? You're making throws, I watch, in practice on the rope that Mm. that probably when you were a freshman, it it wasn't going to get there this quick. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And what's that like, just to have confidence in, all right, I'm going to zip the throw out there on the flat, and it's going to get there? Yeah, I think confidence is a huge part of that. Um, just knowing that you can make any throw, um, you know, and you just got to put the receivers in the best positions possible. But, uh, yeah, you know, from from when I began here as a freshman to now, um, definitely progressed, definitely gotten better. And, you know, just got to do that each and every day. Um, this season, there's it was there was some, you know, choppiness, I guess, on the offense in terms of there were some games where you had big games as a team and then games where uh, it was limited. How confident and comfortable do you feel like you're going to be able to get right in there and and, uh, and put some production against Bowling Green on that bowl game? Yeah, I mean, I feel great. I think, uh, you know, Coach Harbaugh puts us in a great spot. Um, him and Coach Simon, all the other offensive staff puts us in a great spot with, you know, the game plans and everything like that. And then it just kind of comes down to executing and um, you know, that comes down each and every day um, in practice. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm ex- I'm extremely excited, like I said before. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, confident. I'm, you know, Coach yeah. Harbaugh has done a great job this year. I've really enjoyed working with him, and, you know, he's been having great game plans. Yeah, he's a former quarterback, too, and I remember watching him. When I watch practice, um, you know, when you guys get into your individual groups, um, just kind of where we stand, the tight ends are over by the sideline. So I had watched him the past couple of years as a mm-hmm. tight end coach, and I'm I'm watching. I'm like, that guy, I don't know a lot about football, but that guy seems like he can coach. Like, oh, he's yeah. coaching yeah. these guys. So now he's the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator. So what's he bring as a former quarterback to help help you guys out? Yeah, I think 
the whole mindset and, uh, you know, what it takes to truly play quarterback and, you know, the reads and the progressions and everything like that. He's got a great sense of that. And then, you know, just the energy and passion he brings. Um, you know, we always talk about, you know, if you're not getting coached then the coach doesn't really care for you. And, you know, he coaches his butt off and, you know, I couldn't respect him more. Um, super, you know, super excited that he's been my coach this past year and you know now for this game and i'll um, just keep it rolling what uh, so the last couple of weeks as we record this is a friday um so we're about what 10 days 11 days away from uh from the bowl game so you've been practicing what two or three times a week in the last couple mm-hmm. and then next week i suppose is game week right yeah. is kind yeah, of yeah. the prep because it's a tuesday you know the calendar is weird but the coaches are i always get a kick we'll do the pj flex show and it, let's say it's a thursday game and we'll do it on a monday and he's like well this is really wednesday or yeah, what because yeah, you know, yeah. they keep those days so i don't know what next Monday is going to be. It's probably going to be the Wednesday or something, or uh-huh. maybe it'll be the week before. But anyway, um, how, how does that work then as the final week uh, of preparation kind of take us through a typical week of uh, preparation for a gopher football team? Yeah, so normally we uh, you know, have first and second down practice on Tuesdays, and um, Wednesday we have third down day. Um, and then you know Thursday and Friday are just a little less of that. But um, you know, you're preparing each and every day as it's, you know, the day before the game, you know, you don't stop preparing until really game time. So I think it's just, you know, as it comes down, we've had some time to prepare, um, you know, with bowl prep and everything, but, you know, just got to keep on refining everything. Yeah. Stand by a second. I want to talk about one of our sponsors quick here for the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. As a current Gopher student, or if you're a proud Gopher alum, you are eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right here near campus on University in Minneapolis. To learn more and find other ways to connect, Here's the webpage, affinityplus.org slash go gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. And again, we thank them for their support of the gophers in general and certainly of the Go Gopher podcast. And as they do with our Go Gopher podcast, supporting gopher student athletes, uh, because uh, Cole Kramer has been kind enough to join us, they provide a $100 gift card. So uh, we thank Affinity and Cole, enjoy that as well. Yes, yes, thank you very much. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More with Cole Kramer. It's episode number 100, the Go Gopher podcast. Um, in bowl season, and you probably aren't going to want to give too much of this away, but in bowl season, we've got guys who are preparing for the NFL, guys who are in the transfer portal. So it's probably both teams aren't going to have the allotment of weapons maybe that you see during the regular season. So um, I won't ask you who's in, who's out, all that. That will, I suppose, we'll figure out if nothing else once the game starts. But I do want to ask what kind of challenges maybe that is presented in terms of uh, of preparation and are there some young guys that uh, are starting to work in that you'll uh, get to help develop here yeah I mean I don't think it you know gives too much of a challenge I think you know it's always that next man up mentality um you know but again working with everyone like this goes all the way back to you know summer winter where you know we're throwing to everyone it's not like I'm just throwing to you know three guys and yeah but we're getting reps with everyone and um you know so that young guys will you know have to 
have to play sometimes and, you know, just grow from there. But it's it's been great. All right. Let me ask you, I know, as we say next week, as we just talked game week, but you have watched a little film on Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. So what uh, what can you tell us about uh, what you're learning about them? Yeah, you know, they're a great team. They uh, have a lot of turnovers. I think they're number one in the country or whatnot. But, um, yeah, so they're very good on defense, very skilled. Um and, you know, poses a great challenge for us to just to compete with them. And, yeah. It looks like they've gotten better, too, right? They started slow, and I think they've been on a bit of a win streak here. So um, what what will maybe a, fa- I mean, maybe a fast start to help stop some momentum they may feel like they have is important? Yeah, I think it just really comes down to execution. Um, no matter who you play, it's, you know, we always talk about it's just Minnesota versus Minnesota. And, um, you know, you just got to go 1-0 and each and every play. And, um, you know, make sure that your assignment on that play is taken care of. As a quarterback, how important is that, too, just to stay one play at a time? And, I mean, of course, you want to be a big-picture guy as well, but just uh, from down to down. And, and how do you think that will be for you for the first time in a while where you have that responsibility? Yeah, I think it's it's very important. I think, you know, it's important to leave the, the plays in the past in the past and not, you know, keep dwelling over something. But, uh, you know, you, it is truly a, a one-play kind of deal where, you know, you can't think – too far ahead you just got to focus on what's what's in store right now um the bowling green matchup is an interesting one because you know it's it to me i get a little irritated and here i'm going to be guilty of it as well people bring up the the previous bowling green matchup right pj fleck in his seven years here has lost two non-conference games Mm -hmm. north carolina last year and and bowling green and and people treat it like oh well there's another no it doesn't happen very often so it's once in in every now and then the and and a mac team beats a big 10 team do you guys at all think about that? Is it like, okay, we want to go get them? I mean, clearly there's mostly two different rosters there, but to just, hey, let's put an end to this and just go beat the Falcons? Or is it nothing on your mind at all? Yeah, you know, I don't. I think it's just another, like, it's, you know, treat it like another game, um, you know, just to go out there, execute, win, you know, doing everything we can to give us the best chance. But, you know, it's like I said before, Smith's over Minnesota, and um, we kind of just focus on that. You were not on the 2018 team. You were in high school at that point. The last time the Gophers were in Detroit, there were a few guys still uh, held over, I guess, one or two. Altman Bell, Bo was probably mm-hmm. on that team, right, mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a true freshman. Um, what have they told you, if anything, about what the, the trip's about? You guys leave, as we record today, Friday, you'll leave a week from today, I think, next Friday, and then you'll have some, they, they have, I know, what is it, like a comp, some sort of a bowling? Yeah, something like that. Weird That's bowling heard, rodeo yeah. deal thing or yeah, something. Yeah, I remember something Tommy like Olson or somebody was talking about that as well. I can't remember who, but mm-hmm. um, uh, how much do you enjoy bowl games where you get to, uh, you know, experience uh, a city and experience some of the things that the bowl uh, gets an opportunity to to, uh, to present to you guys? Yeah, I love bowl games. You know, it's it's not just the game. It's, you know, all the different experiences you get to have, um, you know, whether it was, you know, in Phoenix like we had or New York. New York was, was really cool, but uh, – yeah, you just kind of gain new experiences along the way, and especially to be able to do this with you know your brothers, the guys that you're you're with every single day. It's it's special and it's it's a lot of fun. I um, got a kick last year. Aside from the you know at, at Yankee Stadium, one you're in Yankee Stadium, which is kind of a legendary spot. We know that the turf was no good. Those baseball fields, for whatever reason, can't figure out how to put a football field together to to keep you guys from slipping and sliding all over the place. But aside from that, I thought again, my experience is probably different than you guys as players. 
the coolest part of the whole trip was the day before when there was picture day and and we got to go I got got to hang out with you guys out on the field yeah. just kind of look around and see yeah Derek Jeter played here and I know it's it's a newer Yankee Stadium so Reggie Jackson and some of the old you know Mickey Mantle they I guess on that property they were there which was cool and some guys brought baseballs even um, so that was kind of cool I thought that uh, you know and I don't remember if if you thought that the same but oh, yeah. uh, yeah. at, at that game last year was awesome yeah like I mean you're you know middle of the game and then you just kind of look up and you're like wow this is Yankee Stadium you know it was awesome like even just stepping foot on that field was really cool yeah did um now these bowl games give out these right swag bags or whatever did you did, was last year a good one did you get a good what, what was in that do you remember oh geez um the bag itself was pretty cool yeah uh I'm trying to remember I know they had like a speaker or something yeah. like that. That was you guys awesome. all got jerseys too, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really Which cool. Which was awesome. Yeah, and, that was probably one of the coolest and things. Tanner got two because uh-huh. uh, that's his number, but yeah. I thought that was cool too because that's Jeter's number. Yeah, that's, that's you guys watched the Jeter thing last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His documentary yeah. is part of kind of the learning and improvement all that yeah. stuff. So I know Tanner was excited. He told me he was a great shortstop in high school too. <laughs> so I wonder if that's true. Did you play baseball? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. the way up through. Uh... Stop playing at eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. Gotcha. So you played the youth, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the youth ball, all the yeah, travel yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I coached my son through that. We were at Eden Prairie at Miller Miller Park. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We coached a few games there. Oh nice. Um, so you're on the Detroit Lions field, I guess, for this. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not the New York Yankees, but it's still kind of cool, I suppose, oh, yeah. to be in an NFL stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any stadium's cool to play in. Definitely. All right. So speaking of the NFL, your cousin, we, we can't have you on the podcast and not talk <laughs> about Carter Coughlin. You probably get sick of people asking about your cousin, Carter Coughlin. Uh, your mom and his mom are sisters. Yep. Both went to the university? My mom went to University of Texas. She went to Texas. Yep. Carter's mom went here. Yep. Your grandpa was here and the athletic director. Mm-hmm. Carter's dad played football. Carter's mom played tennis. Yep. Did your mom play sports at Texas? Yeah, she played tennis. Tennis there. Yep. Yeah, that's right, because Carter was telling me, I know we had him not on this podcast, um, but we had him on some interviews that uh, your two moms were uh, pretty competitive tennis <laughs> oh, players yeah, yeah. when they yeah. faced each other. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah, many times. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty funny. Uh, how much do you stay in touch with Carter? A lot. I mean, we were just, you know, he had his bowl or his uh, bye week a couple weeks ago, and, you know, all the cousins were over there and hanging out and seeing him. So I see him, you know, I'm texting him quite often. But, uh, you know, during the season, it's a little obviously yeah. hard to see him. But out, out of season, we, you know, we're, we're together quite a bit. Yeah, and I see, and I know they're, they're on a little bit of a roll now, right? They've won three or four in a row, is Yeah, I, b- I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Like, you, you're in your season. It's hard to follow. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I, I, they just they just played in primetime sometime. Who'd they beat? Uh, I can't remember now. I'm losing my mind. But um, uh, you grew up going to Gopher games, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what, what um, to first, what, what are some of your good memories maybe as a youth coming to games? Mm-hmm. And what's it now turned into meaning for you when you come out of that tunnel and you're on the sideline and you're you're wearing that maroon and gold? Yeah, you know, I've, I've started to come to the game since the Metrodome. And I have a picture with my family that, you know, I always look at and I'm like, dang, like, you know, come a long way. But <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, the first game that we played, I believe we played Air Force and, you know, the, the Jets flying overhead and, and all that. And, you know, I was like, dang, I want to be there sometime. And you're just you know? sitting in the stands. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, I can't remember how old I was, but it, it was in 09, 09, okay. fall yep. of 09. Yeah, so. so I was probably like eight years old or something. And then, uh, yeah, you know, Every time I run out of the tunnel, I, I make sure, you know, I look around, like, take it all in. Like, this is this means a lot to me. 
and it's truly special. Yeah. What has um, this coaching staff, you know, they build a specific culture. you got to be the right kind of personality, I think, mm-hmm. to fit it. And one of the nice things is, is as it gets deeper into the tenure, uh, more people understand that. And yeah. so you're either in or you're probably not here. Yeah. Right. What's what's it meant to you to be part of this over the course of time? And what's it uh, you know, what what is it? you know, help develop you into, do you think? Yeah. You know, I could honestly go on and on about the culture. I think it's, it's amazing with, you know, not just the mindset of football, but, you know, coach Fleck always says it's a life program. And that's, that's, that's honestly super true. Um, you know, going through the whole job search and everything like that, you know, I'm using the culture with that and I can totally see, you know, this culture painted out in, you know, the workforce and, you know, with families. And I talked to some guys who graduated, you know, four years ago and they're like, yeah, that culture still still remains true to me. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's it's it's awesome. I mean, you know, seeing every guy in here, you know, living out the culture. Um, you know, I remember my my first few days here and you know, the only thing going through my head when it was like a tough workout was, you know, some of the culture stuff and um, you know, I, it's been ingrained in me and I, I think it's, it's awesome. You know, yeah. everything from the line of success to change your best to, I could go on and on. I, yeah. I'm a huge fan. And part of it is this servant leadership as yes. well. You've been huge in that. You go to the, visit the hospital, you mm-hmm. do the community work. I know you were part of uh, the Turkey drive the other day. Uh, I guess that was a month ago now or yeah. so, whatever it was. Um, take me through the importance of that to you. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest impact that you know, go for football has had on me is, you know, when I'm at the Hope Kids camp or, um, you know, in the hospital and, you know, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it just because it means so much. And, um, you know, not only for them, but for, you know, me and the other guys that are serving and giving. And I think serving and giving, you know, truly is one of the most important things you can do. You know, it, it's a different type of, you know, fulfillment. And uh, yeah, you know, I've just, I've just kind of taken it and, and, you know, has yeah. done as much as I can and, you know, just know the impact that it has, you know, on those guys and, you know, on me as well and making me a better person. All right. So here we go. Here's your chance. If you're in the job market and you're going to be in Arizona, we might have alums that are listening in Arizona, people from here that know people in Arizona. So what what's your major? Uh, what's your line of work you're hoping to get into? And, and um, how do they get in touch with you if they want to say you're our guy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got my undergrad in business and marketing, and then I got my uh, grad certificate um, in strategic marketing and just actually finished that a couple days ago. But I'm looking to go into sales, um, you know, whether that's software sales, med device sales, um, you know, honestly, any yeah. opportunity given, yeah. I'd love. But, um, yeah, I think sales is, you know, what something that aligns with my skills and kind of what I've been through and, and all of that. All right. And you're, so you're in the process of trying to line something up. So if someone's listening, here's your guy. <laughs> Go for quarterback Cole Kramer, uh, the, the pride of Eden Prairie, Minnesota, heading to the uh, the Phoenix area yep, in Arizona. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. All right. Last last line of questioning for you, because you're uh, now uh, in this line of guys that um, as their careers wrapping up, they have uh, they know they found the right girlfriend. They've made her fiance. I, we had John Michael Schmidt. He told us about his proposal where he had to do it in a walking boot because he had gotten hurt by <laughs> Daniel Fowler. Remember yeah. that down in Arizona? Yeah, He's yeah. going to propose like the next day on uh-huh. this walking trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the poor guy gets run over by his 375-pound teammate on a trick play for a touchdown, and now he has to take a walking boot. And so he proposes there. Um, I can't remember what how Tanner did it, but he's now married, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure there's others. So um, if you want to share, if you say, hey, mind your 
own business. I'm, I'm not going to be offended. But uh, how did it all unfold? How did you? Is she a high school? Uh, yeah. So friend? that's that's where it gets a little a little funny. Is so she grew up in Chanhassen. Okay. Went to or went to Chanhassen. Grew up in Victoria, and so you know our cities are close to each other. Didn't know, you know, we knew of each other. Didn't know each other in high school, and then. You know, one day in college over winter break, she started snapping me, Snapchatting. And, um, you know, we ended up hanging out and we only could hang out for, I think it was, oh, you know, a week before she had to go back. So we actually started basically our relationship with, you know, three or four times knowing who each other was and then have done, you know, two and a, two, two and a half years of long distance. And, you know, she's been amazing through all this. I, I, I can't, you know, thank her she's enough. She's trying to plan this whole thing. Oh yeah. Right? She's, yeah. She, yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's, she's <laughs> truly unbelievable. And, um, you know, she was my biggest supporter and, um, you know, plan and, you know, everything like that. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about her. I think that's how Tanner met his wife too, right? Through DMs, I think. Yeah. I, that's yeah. the new thing. It's the new thing, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard for me as an old man to, you know, it used to be, hey, let's go have dinner or I'll buy you a drink. Um, now uh, that's that's kind of frowned upon. So uh-huh. this is the new this is the new way. Yeah, this I guess you way. just got to yeah. adapt and evolve. It's a, it's a definite evolution, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. It's cool to get to know you better. Uh, hopefully uh, our uh, Gopher listeners uh, have enjoyed it as well. And best of luck for sure in the bowl game, obviously, and then just in general with uh, – with the wedding. It's in February. Yep. yep. All right. Well, good luck, man. Awesome. Good to well, see thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Cole thank Kramer, you. our guest. It's episode number 100. My thanks to Cole Kramer for joining me on the Go Gopher podcast this week. What a great story and what a bright future for one of Eden Prairie's finest. Episode number 100 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with a Infinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned, full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They also have an award-winning mobile app, so check that out. Cub is also one of our primary sponsors here on the Go Gopher podcast, the official grocer of the Golden Gophers. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and right now, click that subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link to the podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. We'll talk again next week.